We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is the Eminem Planet Podcast Christmas Edition. More specifically, Episode 14, Use Your Gifts. Now, usually on the Abaddon Planet podcast, we feature a book or some other content and discuss learnings from that content that help us move toward the goal of the podcast, which is to teach better and to help achieve my own personal goal, which is to lead people to love others through teaching. But given it is Christmas time, I want to share a brief message that lines up with the purpose of the podcast. Now, I know not everyone out there celebrates Christmas, but I believe the message I'm sharing is not just a Christian thing, but a people thing. So thank you for taking the time to listen. I know... Uh, also, that this season is a t- time is at a premium, so let's just get right to it. Now, I don't know about you, but I struggle with gifts. I struggle in giving gifts. Part of that might stem from my frugal nature. Some may say uber frugal nature, but I also struggle in receiving gifts. Christmas can be especially difficult because I know a gift needs to be given, but I want it to be a good gift. I want it to be something that is meaningful, useful, and something that lasts beyond the morning in which it's opened. Maybe that has to do with my Enneagram 1, a.k.a. the perfectionist sort of nature that is in me, which has this constant voice of critique in my head about whether a gift is right for the person, right for the moment, or right for my pocketbook. Side note, if you don't know what the Enneagram is, we're thinking about doing the book Road Back to You, which talks about the Enneagram, which is fantastic. Anyway, side note, done. Even more difficult for, for me is being able to receive a gift. So. People have been so generous to me, and when I'm thinking too much beyond uh, to what I can do with the gift, rather than just living in the moment and receiving the gift well, that's, that's kind of where I really struggle. But something that's helped me recently in being better with gifts is a verse from the Bible that has quickly become one of my favorite verses. It basically is this, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. Now, that's the first part of 1 Peter 4.10, which is from the book. First Peter, um, but it's not really a book. It's a letter that Peter, one of the original disciples and a close friend of Jesus, wrote to groups of people called churches. So a church is not a building. A church is a group of people. So when they talk about a church in the Bible, they're talking about a group of people. Um, in one of the Roman provinces, or many of the Roman provinces, Peter wrote this letter. These providences, these churches were experiencing persecution because the Roman Empire didn't really like uh, the people that followed Jesus originally, because when they followed Jesus, they weren't really following the Roman Empire um, and the gods that they say were the real ones to pay attention to. Anyway, this letter was a letter of encouragement. The message was to persevere through these rough times that were occurring and that the people should consider what gifts that they have to best serve the group as they're going through this tough time, right? So rather than looking at a gift and asking, what can I do for me with this gift? I'm thinking, what can I do for others with this gift? Right? And they weren't necessarily thinking about like gifts that they were given, but uh, gifts that they already had. But what, anyway, what does this look like? So we could think back to the original Christmas story. And this is about gifts that were originally given. So where did Christmas gifts come from? So we're thinking about the, the three magi, the three wise men, whatever you want to say, in the original Christmas story who heard about this baby that was born um, and, you know, all that was around this this child, um, this special child that was being prophesied that actually came. And so they wanted to go visit. And when they visit, they were they were called to bring things. And so what did they bring? Every, you know, a lot of Sunday school kids can remember it was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We don't know anything about what these things are. No gold is, frankincense, and myrrh. I can take a guess. I think I remember, but I won't do it for the purpose of uh, time. 
Anyway, they had these gifts, and they gave them, and you're thinking like, well, what do those really do for this baby, right? It's not, it's not diapers, it's not, you know, um, Target gift card, you know, whatever it is. It's not a gift that you think well, could, would be useful to the baby, but these actually were valuable things. And shortly after Jesus was born, um, people were trying to look for this baby, like bad people were trying to look for this baby to um, do harm to Jesus, right? Jesus the baby. And so the whole family, Jesus, Joseph, and Mary, need to leave. They needed to go to Egypt. And how are you going to make it to Egypt when you're so poor you are in a stable, right? You don't have a room at the inn, right? And so what are you going to do? You need funds. Oh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So these three wise men who maybe they even felt weird, like, what am I giving this thing to this baby for? But those gifts served this family so that they could be safe, right? They could escape. Pretty amazing, right? That, that, that's kind of the, the origin of the, the gifts. And now thinking about, you know, what gifts have we received and even thinking to, back to the podcast, yeah, I just actually think to the books, right? That people assembled the knowledge that they had or that they went and sought after, you know, some did research, like uh, Chip and Dan Heath did a lot of research on the power of moments. Uh, Maxwell King did a lot of research on the life of Fred Rogers. Um, you know, all the things that people did to assemble the knowledge into a book, which you really think is probably the, you think about the value of a book, right? <laughs> For 20 bucks, I can have delivered to my door someone's life of knowledge, right? In thinking about it, we were just talking about today where at the in-laws, and we're just talking about you know time tra- or space travel and stuff like that. And I'm talking about Stephen Hawking's *A Brief History of Time*, which is an amazing book. And you think about the fact that he put that together, and even given his um, you know physical conditions that made it difficult to put that together, that he's able to put that together, and that we can benefit from it, right? And I think I got that book that's on my bookshelf, you know, for 15 bucks at a used bookstore. It's just amazing. So you th- just think about the gift of knowledge that people have given, right? And so to think about how can you serve others? Well, I'm going to make a book. I'm going to take the risk and time to put this knowledge together into a book so it can be disseminated to others. That's awesome. So even just just the books in general, or even thinking about the, you know, going back to Maxwell King, the argument that he, or that he had to assemble to go talk to the family of Fred Rogers and say, you know what? This story needs to be told. The story of Fred Rogers needs to be told. It cannot be lost. Right now it's fresh and people remember him, but they're not going to remember him forever. And we need to save the story so people recognize that this guy who was in the show was real and he was like this all the time. Um, and even thinking about some of the stories in the book, and again, I'm going to the Fred Rogers book because it's more recent. But one of my favorite stories from Fred Rogers' book was him getting a piano. So when he was... I don't know, in his, I think he was nine years old. His grandmother said he would buy him a piano. And, you know, Fred Rogers came from a family that was fairly well off. So, But he was going to go and research his piano. So he goes down on the um, trolley, I think, downtown Pittsburgh or somewhere, wherever, I think Latrobe is where they're from. But I don't know if it's Latrobe or Pittsburgh. Maybe it was Latrobe. Anyway, goes down and gets and goes to the piano store and is looking at all these pianos, talking to the salesman. Again, he's a little kid. And then, you know, finds the one he wants, does some research, probably plays on it a little bit, goes back, 
gets the check and comes <laughs> and, and has a nine, delivers the check. And that piano then is delivered to his house. Now that piano followed him around to where he moved. And that is where he composed the music that you would find in the various shows he have, most famously Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. You know, you think like he was given this gift, this amazing gift, this really expensive gift. And what did he do? He served others with it. He served millions with it. When you think about how many people heard his music or know, like it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> if you know that song, that is a benefit of that gift that he took and used to serve others. Now, when you think about that message of using the gifts you've been given to serve others, we could be talking about the gifts you receive uh, during this holiday season, right? So if there's something you're going to open up in the very near future or something you have opened up, how could you use it, right? If it's a game, how could you, you know, help build some friendships uh, with that game? Or how could we build some great family time with this new board game we have? Or even if it's a video game, how can you play video games with others, right? And so learning some ways to, some new ways to spend some time with others, right? Or to share something. Or if it's a ball, you're going to go, how can I, you know, maybe play soccer with the kids next door or um, basketball outside and just be present outside so that people can come over and do that kind of free play that, you know, is not as present as it should be um, from when I was a kid at least. So, you know, it could also be consider how you have been uniquely positioned as a person. Your gifts could be how you've been uniquely positioned as a person. Now, um, you could use those gifts to serve others. So. Uh, one example is uh, where I'm at, I'm in Chicago right now, and there is a, a coffee shop where, you know, they make, make really good coffee, but they also are concerned about mental health issues. So what do we got? We have a coffee shop uh, called Sip of Hope, which is the world's, is from their website, world's first coffee shop where 100% of the proceeds support proactive suicide prevention and mental health education. They serve dang good coffee. Right? This gift of uh, we're really good at serving coffee and we care about mental health. Here's how we're going to put that together. Right? Um, you know, maybe it's like you can work well with kids. You like sports? Hey, be a coach. Or maybe you have a way to share just some small token with someone to let them know that you hear them, you care about them. And a story that I have is from my childhood. Um, my dad was a sheriff, uh, was a sheriff of Jackson County up in Wisconsin for a few years. And one of my memories uh, was we would used to go to the jail on Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve, we would go to the, the detention center and we would make popcorn and Kool-Aid to share with the inmates, those that had to be uh, detained over um, Christmas Eve. Now, I didn't know why they were in there. I didn't know... All I know is that dad would bring us down there and we would help him make popcorn and Kool-Aid and, and, and we'd see some hands come through this um, opening where they could receive the popcorn and Kool-Aid and we would hand it to them and just say Merry Christmas. You know, and I don't know what led my dad to doing that, but it's just one of those memories I have where, hey, I've got some time. I know that these guys are there. I know that life circumstances may have led them there that may, some of them might be out of control, maybe they made some bad decisions, but I'm still a time that we can share something with them to let them know that they're cared for, that someone knows that they're there, right? Um, and I think too, like uh, my own church, the orchard in, in Oxford, Mississippi, they 
uh, do something where they go and do the um, uh, Christmas party for the Lafayette County Detention Center. And they, the church makes a bunch of cookies and we bring cookies and hot chocolate into the uh, detention center and sing some carols, hand some cookies out, some homemade cookies to some folks and serve some hot chocolate. Again, just to let them know that, hey, someone knows you're here. You're cared for. You should have some Christmas cheer too. And so maybe that's just something to do, right, is to think about what the gifts that you've been given, either it's a physical gift, something you opened up from whatever holiday you're celebrating, or if it's thinking about how you've been made up both as a person, maybe it's as a family, maybe it's as a, uh, a school, maybe it's a, think about what can we, how can we use the gifts we've been given to serve others. And for those of you that, you know, that are positioned to teach, What's that song goes, if you know to teach, teach well, right? And so how can we use the gifts we've been given to serve others? And that's just something I wanted to leave with you during this Christmas edition of the Amazon Planet podcast. And also wanted to say thank you So, because this episode has been brought to you by the Amazon Planet store. Actually, more specifically, it's been brought to you by you. The folks out there that have been visiting the Amazon Planet store through Bonfire and have bought the Be the Good shirts, um... Man, that's I've just been such a blessing that the the production costs of the Amazon Planet podcast have basically been uh, covered through this next year. But if you're still looking for uh, shirts, you can obviously visit the Amazon Planet store, and we'll use that to create more content, create better content. We're upgrading our sound equipment, doing better things to uh, again try to lead people to love others through teaching and to help folks teach better. So looking forward to the coming year. Uh, we might have something for the end of the year, maybe some sort of top 10 list or something like that, or top five learnings from the podcast this year, because I've learned so much in being able to do this. And I'm just so appreciative of all you out there that are listening, that are sharing, that are reviewing. It's just been such a blessing. So thank you. Um, you can find me on uh, at Amazon Planet on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. If you want to share some Christmas cheer, or just share some holiday cheer, or just to say hi, um, just appreciate any and all support we get, and we'll leave it at that, so thank you for those of you out there that are being the good, and trying to share the gifts you've been given uh, with others, and we appreciate it, peace! We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.